Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio. Got that Easter hangover this morning, Ned. Too many jelly beans. We got a week and a half before we get into the NFL draft and still some deals being made across the league with some free agents. Anything uh, as of note? That's an interesting point that you bring up. Still some deals. I'm wondering if there are any deals that are going to be made before the draft. The Chiefs have a couple of their free agents still out there, and this surprises me a little bit. Tyran Matthew and Melvin Ingram, these are these are top-level pros. Now, they are older, I will admit that, but the fact of the matter remains that they're still unsigned, still can play, and are they going to come back to the Chiefs? There's a, There are a lot of determinations still to be made. Some word over the weekend that the Chiefs were thinking about Jadavian Clowney. I think that would be a huge gamble because this guy's been injured significantly during the course of his career. Real, Really good pass rusher, but I wonder if they really want to pull the trigger on something like that. So it may be that there are no free agent deals until after the draft, after the teams see what they're going to get. That's just a guess, but I'm a little surprised that Matthew and Ingram are still out there. Me too. Um, I the, the Tyran thing, we'll see what happens there. I'm curious as we, as we go through the uh, free agency, but what I've heard as far as Ingram is kind of going along with what you said about age. He's he might not even sign until after training camp, so he doesn't have to go to training camp. That's what that's what I've heard in circles, which I think is hilarious. Um, you would think a guy at that point in his career would just say, "Hey, look, I'll play with you, but just don't expect me to show up until mid-August. We'll see you <laughs> then." Um, but who knows? Um, some guys are young and they're already at it. I mean, you saw a video of the Chiefs' offense, the newly formed offense, working out together, which was good to see. Um, but uh, some guys want it. Some guys just want to get paid. So, um, United States Football League. It's not first time it's tried this thing. Uh, your thoughts on it coming back? Well, this is the rebirth from the league that folded back in the mid-1980s. Same teams, same name, different philosophy, however, in this case. They do have a TV contract. I watched some of the games over the weekend, not entirely, certainly. It, it's... As you might expect, it's several steps below the NFL, and it's not going to be the NFL. That's singular in its own right. But I think the USFL does have a chance. Now, this goes against my philosophical thinking of putting a sport out of season, and it is out of season. Football is not in the spring, but they're going, they being the backers of this, Fox, NBC, some of the others. The fact that Football is so popular in America, they think they can make it go in the springtime. Well, it hasn't in the past. The one difference here is there is a year-long TV contract, so I think they'll survive this year. The teams are, are they entertaining? Oh, yeah, if you like football, I guess they are. The one caveat to all this is <laughs> there's no traveling expenses. Wait a minute, how do you figure that? There are eight teams in Philadelphia and New York and Phoenix and some of these other, no traveling expenses? No, because all the games are being played in Birmingham, Alabama. Every single one of them. Yesterday, as an example, Easter Sunday, triple header. They used two stadia down there. One is the uh, stadium that's recently built for Alabama-Birmingham football, and the other is old, decrepit Legion Field, which seats about 85,000, 90,000s, where Alabama-Auburn used to play all the time. It hasn't been kept up all that much, but... They're the two locales for all these games, all season long, and the playoffs. Is that going to work? Well, it certainly didn't with the first game that we saw yesterday, because if there were 200 people in that 90,000-seat stadium, 
It, let's just put it this way. It was pretty empty. It, it's uh, Easter Sunday, though. That's that's the other thing. That's another factor yeah. as well. And when the Birmingham team plays, well, of course, they'll have some crowds there. But they're not counting on the gate. The gate is not the big revenue producer. It's the TV money, and I think that's pretty much guaranteed. So it, I think it has a fighting chance. Um, anything a little, anything different than uh, the XFL? Some difference in rules, yes. The extra points, I think, are three points if okay. you run them, and just just a few little subtleties that the NFL is looking at and may adopt. Uh, interesting. Well, uh, I'll tell you right now, one area they're failing in, and that's marketing, because <laughs> the first time hearing about this is from you this morning. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it, it is what it is. You don't want to talk. You don't want. You don't want. If you don't market it, no one's going to talk about it. We didn't even know about it. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens there. But they got their money from the TV networks. So good on them. Last but not least, a lot of people were watching NASCAR this weekend. NASCAR is uh, kind of unique in its own right. The Bristol Motor Speedway is not. It's right on the borderline of of uh, Tennessee and Virginia, and they battle back and forth as to who is really the owner of it. But anyway, they have gone to dirt. It's a dirt track, and dirt track in NASCAR is unique because most of it is on hard pavement. Well, this race that they had over the weekend was on dirt, big cup race and so forth, and those cars were, first of all, the, the dirt track was damp, had a lot of rain back in the Martinsville, Virginia area, and the Bristol, Tennessee, and so forth and so on. So it was wet, and the cars were spinning and carrying on and so forth and so on. And as a matter of fact, when they got to the final lap, the leaders were all spinning around. Kyle Busch says, well, I'll just bide my time, roared right past all the spinning cars and got the checkered flag for the win. So Kyle Busch is the winner of the dirt track race at Bristol, Tennessee. And it's so fitting that this would happen like a tortoise in the hare situation <laughs> on Easter. So it wouldn't be Easter weekend without a ton of baseball. <laughs> Uh, it kind of goes hand-in-hand, hand, Easter egg hunts, and uh, guys uh, chasing balls on the ground. How did the Cardinals, Royals, and Springbirds make out this well, weekend? Well, the, the Royals didn't play. Their game with the Detroit Tigers rained out. It just wasn't a really pleasant weekend up in Kansas City. So uh, that game yesterday was postponed. Cardinals did play up in Milwaukee, and it's kind of a good news, bad news. The good news is they, they split their series with the Brewers, and the Brewers are pretty good. Good news is also that Albert hit home run number 681 yesterday, three-run blast that tied the game. Bad news is the Cardinals lost. Six to five, Brewers beat them. So the Cardinals pack their bags now and head down to Miami to play the Miami Marlins, their spring training camp partner. That'll be tomorrow night. Far as the Springbirds are concerned, well, they were down in Arkansas over the weekend. Did not play yesterday, nor will they play today. This is two days off now for the Springfield Cardinals, who have been playing every day since the season opened Friday a week ago. Well, the Springbirds closed their uh, road trip down with the Arkansas Travelers by winning four to nothing. So Springfield now has a record of four and five. They're coming on. They're coming home to play Tulsa. And that'll be tomorrow night over at Hammonds Field. Tulsa's the Los Angeles Dodgers Double A Farm Club. And the Los Angeles Dodgers folks are arguably the best team in all of Major League Baseball. They are off to a blistering start. They're winning everything in sight. So is their Double A team any good? Has been in the past. We'll find out. They come into Springfield to play the Springbirds. And that'll start tomorrow night. So uh, I know you were at a couple uh, Missouri State Bears games over the weekend. What'd you see? Well, we have a team going in one direction and a Drury team going in the other direction. Spring, the uh, Missouri State Bears are in a dreadful slump. 
They lost all three games to Evansville over the weekend, and the Bears are now the only team in the Missouri Valley Conference that's winless. They are 0-6 on the year. They are 14-17 overall. Now, in all fairness, the Bears have some significant injury problems, and the injured players are key contributors to their attack. And to try to make some kind of uh, an adjustment in your lineup, it's very, very difficult to do, especially at the college level. So the Bears do have time to regroup. They play Mizzou tomorrow night up in Columbia. That, of course, is a non-conference game. Then they go and play Valparaiso over in that Indiana community this weekend. But they're struggling right now. I think they'll come out of it. Drury, on the other hand, is going wild. They swept a four-game series from Southwest Baptist, and the Bearcats from Bolivar are in the same division and same conference that the Drury Panthers are in. Drury is now 28-9 and on the year, and they are hitting the daylights out of the baseball. These are all big scores. They're all double-digit scores, like 14-9. to Playing in Arizona, like man. Almost looks that way, <laughs> instead of the U.S. ballpark yeah. in Ozark, which is a big ballpark. They're scoring a lot of runs and playing very well. So Drury sweeps their series 28-9. The Bears lose their series. The week continues. And uh, speaking of continues, uh, obviously a lot of us celebrated a holiday yesterday, but the uh, celebration continues in New England today. This is an addition to Easter because this is a special New England celebration called Patriots Day. It doesn't just exist in Boston. It's the entire uh, New England area that celebrates this. But the big event, of course, is the Boston Marathon. And they will run that today. Apparently it's going to be great weather for marathon running supposed to be cool, and that's what the marathon runners like. 26 miles, 385 yards through Hopkinton, Massachusetts to uh, downtown Boston. Now, this is a big deal. It was postponed in 2020. They haven't run the Boston Marathon on its traditional Monday date since 2019. Wow. It's back to it today. They did run the Boston Marathon in 2021, but it was in October. Mm -hmm. So it's been less than a year since they run this thing. Anyway, they'll do it today. The uh, gun will sound uh, very early in the uh, morning in Boston. The Boston Red Sox also celebrate Patriots Day by playing a morning game. Mm -hmm. Whoa, is that going to be nice and chilly for those folks? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm speaking of uh, not a whole lot of butts and seats. I don't think they're going to have a big crowd that day. Well, it, maybe it, they will. It's Who a knows? holiday. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, you uh, being affiliated with the uh, Turkey Trot for so long, do you ever run any marathons yourself? In a word, no. <laughs> he was always he was always there at the beginning and somehow made it to the end. How about asking me if I've ever run, period? No. <laughs> I've seen you run to the bar before. And to the bathroom. Yes, that's true. Have a great day, sir.